0: Fun fact, ancient Egyptians did not invent gold teeth. I repeat, ancient Egyptians did not invent gold teeth. Now I know people think Egyptians started everything and they have, a lot of things did start in Egypt, but it's not true, especially when it comes to putting bling in our mouths. People mistakenly think grills originated in ancient Egypt because Archaeologists, researchers in the early 20th century found two teeth woven together by a gold wire that dated all the way back to 2500 B.C. And these archaeologists first claimed these teeth were wired while the person was still alive. But after digging a little deeper and doing more research, they found that it probably was the case that these teeth fell out of this Egyptian's mouth and he started rocking them on a gold wire around his neck like a chain. Researchers suggest that the man was buried with these teeth because of the Egyptian custom of being buried with items needed for the afterlife. So what is commonly thought to be the first grill was probably just a gold chain with some teeth dangling from it like a pendant. (laughs) Okay. So that is our fun fact that ancient Egyptians did not invent grills or gold teeth. Okay. In today's episode, it's all about grills y'all and not like the cooking grill, but like grills for your mouth, right? Also known as fronts, Slugs, Mouth Bling, Mouth Jewelry. Actually, I've never heard anyone use the term Mouth Jewelry, but we'll leave it there. Whatever you want to call it, we're talking about grills. From Flavor Flav to Khalees to Outkast to ASAP Rocky and Riri, grills have been a staple of hip-hop culture for over three decades now. And it's not just hip-hop culture anymore, right? It's just like American culture. We went from seeing them on hip-hop albums... To seeing them on the runway, right? In Fashion Week. But where did girls come from? Why were girls created? These are the questions we're gonna answer today. So keep listening. We're gonna answer those questions and trace how girls have been appearing, disappearing, and spinning the block throughout human history. <laughs> Welcome back to That Wasn't In Our Textbook, our bi-weekly podcast that helps us uncover the things we always wish we learned from that boring, bulky textbook. I'm your host, Toya, and you're now listening to Season 4, Episode 7 on the History of Grills. I'm so excited to be talking about grills because, believe it or not, there's a lot more meaning than you think behind this popular 2005 hit, Grills. And you may be surprised to find out that this unique fad has actually been here for a long, long, long time before hip hop was even on the scene. Every time I think of Grills, that classic 2005 hit pops into my head. You know what I'm talking about, that Nelly song. Smile for me, daddy. I want to see your grills. And this is why I don't sing y'all. But that song came out during the rise of, you know, the Dirty South rappers like Nelly, Paul Wall, Outkast, all those people were like killing it, Little John, you know. And today we're going to take a deep dive into this fashion trend that you may remember from the early 2000s that started way before that. And for me growing up for a long time, I always wanted grills y'all like when I was little I used to like take the foil and put it over my teeth and like have it shaped so I looked like I had like you know, silver grills or something. Let me know if y'all did that. I can't be the only one. All right. I would, that was a vulnerable moment. Don't leave me out here hanging. So if you did that when you were little, let me know somewhere in the comments or reviews or something. I was just so fascinated by them. And I really wanted like fang grills, you know, where they like, I forgot what they call these molars or something. And they can like make them a little sharper with the grill. So fast forward to now at 30 plus, you know, shout out to the fellow elderly millennials. And, you know, last summer I found a place out here in LA and got my first pair of fronts made and they're gold. They're so cute. They fit like the bottom six teeth, like in the middle. I love them so much, although they kind of feel like a retainer and give me a slight lisp. I was actually going to wear them for the episode to get into the mood, but I was like, y'all don't want to hear me spitting all over this mic. That's just like not cool. (laughs) Either way, they are fire. And after getting them done and going through the process of like the molding and coming back and making sure they fit and picking the style, I was like, hmm, where'd this concept of grills come in, right? Is this a new thing or does it have deep roots in history? And so my purchase from last summer of grills and all those questions that popped up in my head at the time got us to today's solo dolo episode on grills. And generally speaking, nine times out of 10, that's pretty much how I come up with most of the podcast episodes sometimes. It's just like a random purchase or thing that I'm talking about with my friend that kind of sets off a light bulb in my head. And then I start like researching and Googling and I'm like, there I have it. And I feel like that's the number one question I get a lot from other people when I go on podcasts or meet other creators or influencers They're like, how do you come up with topics? And I'm like, honestly, sometimes it's so, so, so random. So that was a little detour. So now that you know that I have a pair of grills that I'm obsessed with um, that started from childhood, let's jump into the history segment where we'll get into the nitty gritty and the receipts of why, when, and how all things grills became a thing that it is today. Now, you know we love to start with a definition. And you know I love to use Urban Dictionary because this is not a traditional history class. We use all different types of sources. In Urban Dictionary, they just be having the definitions, especially for things all pop culture. So according to Urban Dictionary, grills is a cap or a fitting worn over one's teeth, either on the top or bottom or both, And they're mostly made out of silver, gold, diamonds, or platinum. And then they have a synonym that says teeth or mouth jewelry. I've never heard anyone say that, but the description is pretty perfect. So we'll let it rock. Now, now that we've got the definition out of the way, I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at this mouth jewelry. I also feel like I cannot say jewelry right. Is it like I don't know anyway? Um, yeah, so we got that definition down. Now let's get into like when did it first become popular and look into some of this history context, right? And then we'll jump into present day because there's someone very important that we all need to know. So keep listening. Most people choose to credit Nellie as the leader of Grills movement because of his song Grills, which I won't sing for y'all again. Y'all already heard it. Um, which glorified his decision to take his jewelry game to the next level by adding gold and diamonds to his teeth, to dripping out his grill. You know what I'm saying? others will look at 20 years further back, right, and reference rap legends like Slick Rick or Flavor Flav for introducing the world to grills. And while Nelly and Slick Rick and Flavor Flav definitely did their part in making girls pop in, the complete answer to who started the girls movement actually lies much much further than that, which is at like 2500 BC. Yep. That means that humans have been making gold teeth, putting gold adornments or other kind of metal adornments in their mouth for over 4,000 years. Can you believe that? Now, let me just preference this in saying that, of course, these grills from 4,000 years ago weren't like the grills that were made today. They were more like decorative things. But if we trace the history of grills, we would start with just decorating teeth that were just done 4,000 years ago. And we'll see the evolution of how we got to The grill, kind of like the grill that I have today, right? So in 800 BC and 200 BC, the Etruscan civilization was a powerful and wealthy civilization of ancient Italy, eventually giving their name to the region of Tuscany. So that's where they are relative to today. They would be in the area of Tuscany, but that was 800 BC, okay? So researchers and archeologists have pieced together knowledge of this era through looking at graves and tombs and other artifacts. And rich Etruscan women wore what we would think of today, similar to grills. Some Etruscan women would have small gold caps placed over their front teeth or would have their teeth filled with decorated precious stones it is believed that this dental adornment was a symbol of beauty and a social status among the Etruscan women. Some affluent women had their teeth removed altogether, which is like gangsta because did they even have numbing stuff back then? You know what I'm saying? That sounds painful, but they would have their teeth removed and would be fitted with a gold band appliance such as like a dental bridge and they would adorn their teeth with gold, they would replace their teeth carved out of ivory like it was crazy the practice of dental adornment was not just limited to the women it was also men who engaged in this practice as a way of showing off their wealth and social status okay um and that's really really dope further history that shows this grow connection outside of just this ancient Italy civilization, archaeologists had discovered some things in Egypt, the two gold teeth, you know, in 2500 BC, but that wasn't the same as like a grill. He wasn't putting it in his mouth. We talked about that in the fun fact. Addition to that discovery of like a gold wrapping of a tooth, there were other civilizations that are known to wear dental jewelry as a status symbol, okay? To be like, I'm a smile and you gonna know I'm the shit. (laughs) Um, The Mayan civilization wore jade grills, which sound so, so beautiful. And I know nowadays there are now grills that are putting stones like jade and stuff like that, not just diamonds. So that's really cool to understand that in history and think about that now. And the Mayan civilization also inserted fragments of gemstones directly into their teeth as well. Studies show that this was a very popular trend until the 50s. and evidence also indicates that gold grills became super popular in the Philippines starting in the 16th century. In Southeast Asia, gold was kind of like a spiritual thing and thought to link an individual to cosmological forces. And according to an ancient Filipino mythology, I think it's Mule, M-E-L-U, the creator of the world. That's what their mythology calls their creator, Mule. And he had pure gold teeth. And so a lot of Filipino people who worshiped that God followed suit and would get gold teeth. The earliest evidence available shows that they started decorating their teeth with metal around 13 AD and also filled and even deliberately blackened their teeth in Southeast Asia. In parts of Africa as well, some tribes would file their teeth to create intricate patterns and designs, while others would insert beads or gold inlays in their teeth. That sounds really pretty, like thinking about shaping your teeth and putting patterns in them. I don't know. I really like that. Um, this tradition was also in Asia as well, different parts of Asia where people would decorate their teeth with precious metals and stones. So those are kind of like the international world connections. And in India, for example, people have been decorating their teeth with gold and jewels for centuries, particularly on special occasions like weddings. In Bali, Indonesia, people have been known to decorate their teeth with small pieces of gold. While in ancient China, some people wore gold, gold and silver caps on their teeth as a symbol of wealth and social status. While the specific traditions and customs, a dental adornment vary right from across Africa and Asia, different continents, different countries, the practice has been longstanding, right? This cultural tradition has been going across regions and the use of decorating your teeth definitely connects to grills. And the use of grills in modern times can be seen as a continuation of this tradition with just a little twist. And that twist was created down in a Brooklyn basement where the surname descendant, Eddie Pon spent hours and hours and hours toiling over, creating, trying to figure out how to decorate Teeth and create a decorative gold crown in an attempt to achieve the perfect fit. Now, Eddie's groundbreaking technique of combining multiple gold caps in a form of a single set that could easily and simply be removed with a gentle pull would become a cultural phenomenon that remains to this day. The idea of grills came to Eddie during a trip to Suriname, his home in 1983. Now Suriname is sandwiched between, well, it's in South America and it's like right next to Guyana. So he went home to Suriname in 1983 and his tooth cracked when he was eating a tasty bowl of fried cassava. And if you don't know what fried cassava is, you need to Google it. But cassava is like yuca. And it's like a kind of like a cousin to yam. Very good. Anyway, he was going in on this fried cassava and chipped his tooth. And so he was forced to pay the dentist a visit in Surhanam. And to repair his chipped tooth, Eddie was offered a gold cap, aka a gold tooth, which is very popular, you know, in other countries, especially like South America and the Caribbean who like was exporting gold. Like you would see a lot of people, if they had some teeth issues, they would just get a gold tooth, but it would be permanent, right? And Eddie, he didn't want to commit to having a permanent gold tooth. And, you know, that's when the light bulb went off. When he returned to the US, he ended up dropping out of school, letting go of his NFL dreams because he was really, really good at football, and he enrolled in dental school to learn how to make crowns. And then, you know, he took it to his parents' basement, crafting his technique from experimenting on his first volunteers, his mom and his dad. All of this was from that yummy cassava bowl, you know. And and then it went to his parents' basement. And it was there in his parents' basement that Eddie berved that invention of a front. A gold covering of teeth that could be removed at will, as opposed to a permanent gold tooth or fitting. After months of being in the zone, working hard and prototyping, Eddie learned to produce styles that would be molded perfectly onto his client's teeth and that could be customized in a number of ways with materials like. Diamonds, you know, all different types of metals. He really just gave a new generation of like flashy, extravagant, dressier ways to really flex and adorn your teeth. And this was perfect, you know, like he basically took the gold tooth and was like, no, I'm going to make these fronts. I'm going to clump this invention together. So people can have multiple sets, not just one tooth and they can remove it and they can have different sets. Like he really changed the game. I don't know if y'all are understanding that from what I'm telling y'all right now, but his invention couldn't have come at a more perfect time. Cause it was like, you know, the seventies, the eighties, which was like the birth of hip hop and the rise of rappers and producers and break dancers coming from Queens, Harlem, you know, my neighborhood, the Bronx and Brooklyn. And so Eddie's Jewelry was another avenue, right? On top of the lyrics that people were talking about with hip hop, on top of the streetwear that was coming out and the expression through movement Eddie created grills to further help people in this expressive time, in this hip hop renaissance, express their individuality, right? And to elevate their self-expression. So like, this is so crazy. I'm nerding out right now. So everything changed for Eddie, you know, once he got his first notable celebrity client, who was a gangster rapper called Just Ice. Not to be confused with iced tea or ice cube or vanilla ice and just ice, he really popularized Eddie's gold fronts by showing his custom grills on the cover of his 1987 album called Cool and Deadly that was photographed by Jeanette Beckham. The teeth would appear everywhere and the teeth were on the front and the back of his artwork. And... That's when things really took off. And when that Just Ice album, Cool and Deadly, was released in 1987, posters and billboards, like, were everywhere in New York City showing, right? This album cover showing him with these beautiful, flashy grills, you know? And that changed the game. Working out of Queens, Eddie created the world famous Eddie Go Teeth shop and he got more celebrity clients and he just made more grills. You know, he made grills for Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. And then he outfitted New York rappers like Big Daddy Kane and Cool G Rap. He later moved to ATL, which is like, you know how the South is. You know they like it big. You know they like it flashy. And so he made really dope flashy grills for Outkast, Goody Mob, Ludacris, Little John, and more. Other writers have cited you know, Slick Rick and some other people as contributors to the popularity of grills. And that also might be true, right? They had gold teeth and stuff like that. The other celebrity client, y'all should know that Eddie did. He did those like coupled grills for Nas and Khalees. So we'll talk about that as well. But even as grills popularity rose and fell throughout the US, they always remain popular in the South, especially in H-Town. You know, they had Paul Wall who started his own grill business as well. And especially in Memphis, like the rise of the Dirty South rappers in 2000s, really kind of solidified this nationwide grill trend. And as the South became this new hub of hip-hop, this new epic center, Eddie's stature and popularity continued to rise. And by the 2000s, he just was unstoppable, y'all. He created the His and Her Orders for Nas and Khalees, and he started setting diamonds the size of engagement ringstones and his pieces, like, really... Big pieces, y'all. Like in his book, he wrote, "You know, it was raging. The fad was going wild. Everybody and their mother were doing gold teeth." End quote from Eddie. During the nine nines and the two thousands, grills frequently appeared in hip hop music. Most notably, the two thousand five single "Grills" by Nelly, Paul Wall, Ali. There's a lot of people on this song, but yes, that song really helped grills become even more popular. And like I said before, you know, Paul Wall also started his own grill business with his clients being people like Cameron, shout out to Harlem and Kanye West. And then in 2021, he released a book called Mouthful of Golds, which I just got after it being sold out for like months on end. I just got a copy. I love it. And in that book, it's like a coffee table book, it documents. The story that we're talking about today, but it's in the voice of Eddie and it's co written um, by a woman named Malia Laundrie. I think it's a woman. So it's really good to, if you get a chance to get the book or look it up online, it's a beautiful combination of photos, old school photos. You get to see the shop that he had, you get to see his clients like through print film and hear his story from, you know, his voice. So from Just Ice album cover to Slick Rick, Flavor Flav, Paul Wall, Nelly, all the way to like Madonna and even the damn Kardashians, right? And then of course, Paris Fashion Week. Girls are here, y'all. Girls are a part of American culture. It's not just hip hop culture. And everything starts in hip hop, if we're honest, right? Everything starts in hip hop and then it becomes mainstream. My most recent like Fly grill memory display was ASAP Rocky and Rihanna's, like his and her pair, where ASAP is like, Will you marry me? It's like written out in his grill, and then Rihanna's grill says, I do. You know, it's like, I love that. I love that. It's like hip hop love, and that was for his DMB music video. But I just love that. And like girls are everywhere and they're definitely here to stay. I just think that there are times where it might be more popular. But to me, a grill is classic. Like if I see someone with a grill, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And honestly, every time I wear my grill, I always get compliments. Like people are like, oh my God, that's so cool. Where'd you get it? Because I feel like everybody, everybody wants a grill, y'all. And you should get one. They're not that bad. They're not that expensive. Don't think I'm rich because I'm not. Um, They're not that bad. It just depends on what you want. I just got regular gold, you know, and gold is not that crazy now we're in inflation. (laughs) So with the rise of social media and, you know, outsourcing and more affordable pricing and just competition both here in the U.S. and overseas, you know, Eddie, how do I say this? Eddie kind of just phased out, like his popularity phased out because now there's more competition. Now you can send in your mole and it can be shipped to you from this place that's cheaper. So with just that and social media, he's kind of phased out of the business, although his legacy will always remain and his impact will always remain. And I also think his brother may have a shop in Miami that that Eddie had helped him set up. Either way. We have Eddie Plain to thank for creating this hip hop crown jewel, this hip hop staple, this tooth drip, teeth drip? You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? That has forever changed American culture. It makes our teeth look pretty too, you know? Well, that is the conclusion of this episode on the history of grills. I'm always so shocked and like, nerd out about just the history that we uncover. You know what I'm saying? Like how something that we do today, like dripping our teeth out in gold has roots in Mayan culture, African culture, Italian culture, right? And it goes back 4,000 years. Like I can't even wrap my head around yesterday. I can't even believe we're already in May. So 4,000 years, I'm like, that is a long time. And to see it go from tooth adornment to... Permanent teeth replacement, and just to see the influence of like hip hop, Caribbean culture, right, on teeth, on gold teeth, and just seeing how it all kind of ties together in this pretty little knot. And it still goes on. It affects us and it might affect the next generation and the generation after that, right? We continue to create history and continue this history, you know? I don't know. Do y'all feel me? Am I just on my own in this nerdy thing? Um, The part that made me the most, well, not the most, but the part that really excited me was the fact that these ancient Austrian women, you know, who were Italian, were rocking teeth adornments for beauty and status. And it was very like woman-facing kind of initiative. That really kind of amazed me. I thought that was cool. Now, were they exactly grills that we see today? No, but it inspired this evolution to grills, right? This use of dental drip. Without women adorning their teeth 4,000 years ago, we wouldn't have gold teeth, permanent teeth. And then we wouldn't have had that moment where Eddie was going in on that cassava bowl and chipped his tooth. And then he went to the dentist and he offered him a gold tooth. And he's like, I mean, I want to fix my tooth, but I don't want a permanent gold tooth, you know? And then that all just kind of snowballs into to grills y'all and what we have today that a celebrity can get super fancy with their engagement size diamonds or a regular person can get with just like a simple gold look. So that's all the episode wrapped in a pretty, pretty bow. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you learned something new in this history of grills episode or really enjoyed some element Please scroll down in whatever app you're streaming from right now and write a review. Drop some stars, preferably five, and just let me know one thing that you learned from this episode. I'm trying to get our reviews up. We're kind of stuck, I think, at like 50 right now or so. So let's get some more out there. It's a great way for me to get feedback from you. It's a great way for other people to read about the show and decide if they want to join this dope community, right? Of history lovers. Um, and as usual, thank you so much for joining me today and learning about grills. Make sure you follow that wasn't in my textbook all over the interwebs or everywhere. We even have a Pinterest and a YouTube channel. And until next time, remember, knowledge is power.